1: Is the Pack-A-Day Podcast.
2: Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Thanks again for joining us today. My name is Dan Connick. Joining me today is my partner that's with me uh, pretty much every other Tuesday here on the Pack-A-Day Podcast. It's the one and only Janelle Mackey. Janelle, how are you doing? Did you enjoy a uh, super blowout weekend over the past <laughs> couple of days?
3: I was going to say, super doesn't exactly describe this weekend unless no. it has a negative connotation following it. Work. Yeah, this was just kind of – there was so many good matchups and it ended up just being a snooze fest of a weekend of football. Like, I yeah. really had a lot of hopes for a lot of these games and a few of them were, were really close and exciting. Like, Bengals, Raiders, but also, like, the officiating kind of ruined the excitement for me in that one. So it's just kind of been a, you know – putting football on in the background while I get things done, because everything is just not entertaining to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I've been, like, I just, it was such a letdown this weekend, you know? Yeah, I think Bill's
3: Pats is the one I watched the most.
2: That was schadenfreude more than anything for me. Yeah. I would never have turned that off, even if it was 50 to nothing.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that one was more just, like, wanting to watch the Patriots Mm -hmm. get pummeled, like, that's a blowout that I was okay watching,
2: <laughs> yeah very much very much there's uh and hopefully there'll be a couple there'll be a couple more matchups that I'm hope like teams losing that i'll I'll be rooting for like it it really would have been nice to kind of see the cowboys get blown out what do you think about that
3: yeah that one was uh you know, it, it, I know Although, a lot of people were kind of it, a, re-
2: I know, I'm
3: like struggling to figure out my words here because it's like, I... It
2: was kind of like, I I would love to watch the Cowboys get blown out because of the Cowboys, but also like, it was pretty fitting to watch the Cowboys lose the way that they did because it's like, I love love Mike McCarthy to be forever, man. But like, that's just, that's classic. That's a classic Mike McCarthy playoff loss right there.
3: I think that this was like a good equally matched game and just for it to blunder the way that it did, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, you know, maybe if it was not the Cowboys, I would have felt a little bit more bad about it, but it is also an unfortunate thing to see because, you know, these things shouldn't be happening in playoff football. So it's kind of frustrating. You hope that we don't see refs interfering next week and, anything like that but also just like time management from the Cowboys and it's kind of like Packers fans snickering a little bit to themselves knowing kind of <laughs> how that goes but mm-hmm. yeah I mean a lot of people were indifferent about this game based on who they maybe want to see either this weekend or down the stretch if that were to happen um I mean I don't mind not seeing Dallas I think those were or the Cowboys they were who I'd rather not see yeah. like I was I was okay with San Francisco so it would have been fun to see Cowboys get blown out, bl- get blown out. But I also didn't want San Francisco to have that big head coming in and like have all that momentum. That's fair. Yeah. So I do think that that game worked out the way I wanted it to. And it's always fun watching Skip just you know, <laughs> go into a blunder over it. And that's yeah. always just an extra bonus. But yeah. no, that game, you know, you know, it's a Nickelodeon game. Things were already weird. It it's was the only way up, that it could have ended.
2: <laughs> bless up Nickelodeon for that because I if this is a th- I hope this is a thing every year because I love the Nickelodeon. Oh, absolutely. Game. It's the it's one of the best. It was the saving grace of this whole weekend.
3: Yeah, it, it was really the only game that kept my full attention, even when things weren't really all that exciting, just because, you know, there's nostalgia to it. And it is also really interesting just to see how different it's broadcasted, and yeah. I have I have a little niece who maybe in like a few years will benefit from something like that. And I do also love listening and seeing who's gonna drop a swear on the mic on a kids show. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was George Kittle, Kittle this yeah, year. Yeah,
2: Kittle this year got, yep. got his got his uh, claim to fame this year. Um, But today we're we're not there's not much Packers stuff to talk about. I mean, really, the Packers news today: Lucas Patrick activated off the COVID uh reserve list so we expect him for this divisional matchup against the 49ers other than that there's really not much packers news and we're going to have several days more coming up here of breaking down that packers 49ers game on saturday night um we wanted to focus on kind of resetting after the wild card weekend now what does the picture look like nfc afc wise how did this how did the 49ers look coming into this game how does it set up for the rest of the table here, for what the Packers might have to go through to get to the Super Bowl? And I think kind of touching a lot on that 49ers-Cowboys game, gen, like we have been, uh, is the perfect place to start. Obviously, since that's who's going to be coming up to or, uh, to Lambeau mm-hmm. this weekend, the six-seed 49ers, the 23-17 win over the Cowboys. Like you said, it's it was a hard game to kind of figure out because, like, for – for part of it, especially in the first, first half, the 49ers kind of seemed to have like a control over the game. And I was like, Oh boy. Like I am like, I started to kind of get worried kind of what you were saying was, does this 49ers team have momentum? Are they getting really hot right now? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. things are kind of starting to happen here. Um, But the Cowboys, I mean, really, if you look, if you look back on the game, it was a game almost that like, if you were the Packers and this game happened, would be exactly your worst case scenario. The Cowboys beat themselves against the 49ers. And like that, like that's what kind of gives me a lot of uh I don't want to say hope, but it, it really doesn't um
3: it doesn't lift. do justice as to what San Francisco brings to the table kind perfect. of perfect.
2: Perfect, exactly. Yes, because I didn't see anything out of San Francisco that really blows me away. They're a good team, but there's nothing, anything that blows me away. If the Cowboys play their game, the Cowboys win. So by, you know, law of uh, transition or whatever, transitional property, if the Packers play their game, they're better than the Cowboys. They can beat the 49ers at home, you know?
3: Yeah. And I think especially you got a warm weather team coming into Lambeau. I think this game would make me a little bit more nervous had it been the other way around where Packers are traveling to San Francisco, but that's not the case. They get the bye. And San Francisco, being that they played the Sunday game and they have a Saturday game against the Packers, they're kind of on a little bit of a short week that way. So that's kind of beneficial, um, you know, with the travel to the Packers and everything like that. So I think that there's a lot of positives for the Packers based on what we saw in this game and also just the setup for the divisional round. I do think that, you know, can't take everything, like can't underestimate them. Um, I know that's one of the biggest things they've done in the past. I feel like, or we always kind of think, you know, Oh, this team, like it should be a cakewalk. And I know there's, there's some people who aren't afraid and some people who didn't want to see San Francisco at all. I'm kind of in the middle where it's like I'm not necessarily afraid of this team because the Packers have faced so much adversity this year where nobody really scares me. It's just a matter of we've also seen the Packers not play great football and you can't have that. And where they struggle the most is kind of San Francisco's best assets like in the run game and in the tight end with George Kittle. So I think realistically those are going to be the biggest focuses. And Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he's been on – injury report as of today he uh I don't know if it was elbow shoulder thumb maybe all of them (laughs) just kind of struggling a little bit but there's really there's dealing with the shoulder yeah I think I read shoulder and I thought I saw something about a finger who knows but I mean it wasn't going to be a Jimmy Garoppolo game anyways I don't think um especially with it being cold I do think the 49ers have really good weapons with Debo and Kittle and guys like that and Ayuk and they they can utilize that but it kind of reminds me a little bit of how you play Kirk Cousins where as long as you can get that pressure on Garoppolo the defense can thrive from that so mm-hmm. i just think that this was kind of the ideal matchup for me honestly i think you know we saw la and we saw arizona and obviously arizona not looking hot tonight as we record this but we've seen almost all these teams all year and the 49ers out of the three possibilities they're the ones that I thought you know they could be our best bet going into this round and I don't know what it is about them I should maybe not be so optimistic maybe based (laughs) on what people are saying but you know the Packers haven't given me a reason to doubt them and I'm not going to start now
2: yeah I we can talk about that let's let's I, I'll let's talk about that for a second. Cause I think, but I want to touch on what you said there about the 49ers being the matchup with, with the Packers. It feels like the Vikings again, mm-hmm. doesn't it uh, like a quarterback that if pressured will throw the ball up, he'll put yep. the ball into bad situations. We saw it in week three, Garoppolo through some really questionable, like not even, Not even just like bad passes, but just like questionable decisions of why are you putting the ball here kind of a thing. Yeah. And they run the ball fairly well. The Packers have a little bit of trouble or have had trouble stopping the run. And they've got a couple of really dynamic speed guys out on the edge. And on the defensive side, uh, an elite pass rusher and Nick Bosa, um, they're not sure if he's going to play just yet still, Mm -hmm. but everyone sounds optimistic that the, that he will play but like cornerbacks secondary it's not a good it's not a good defense like it, it, like you said if the packers can just play what they do play their offense get out ahead a little bit and and just make this a runaway early they should have no trouble but i wanted to touch on what you brought up there the sentiment from packers fans and packer media and everyone talking and talking talking you know, the past day, now that we know who we're going to actually be playing here. um, I just, I was in the camp the last two years of, I would say afraid. I would call myself afraid <laughs> and like scared because like we, ha- we saw those games from the season, you know, where we would have to go. We got blown out in San Francisco two years ago mm-hmm. and have to go there for an NFC championship game last year, get blown out in Tampa Bay meet them in the NFC championship game again this year. The Packers outside of that week one game haven't had that, haven't had that experience yet, you know? Right. And nothing in this whole season has shown me that this is a team really with a glaring weakness, you know, like the past two years, there's been like, it's been, the defense has been suspect the last two years this year it's that's not the case like this is a completely different year now and I think just overall like I got to a point where I'm I'm done being worried I'm done being worried about is this gonna be it will will we we'll lose in the divisional round and and just completely crap out of the seat out of the playoffs again and, and miss out another chance for a ring and at this point I asked myself like who cares Who freaking cares? Look back on the 17 games that we just Mm -hmm. got to watch with Aaron Rodgers and this amazing defense and Devontae Adams setting records. Like we don't get to watch this kind of football every year, season in season out. Like go ask, if you're like me, go ask your dad, go ask your dad what it was like watching the Randy Wright (laughs) Keith years. Like, this is really special, even if it doesn't end in a Super Bowl run. So for me, why worry about who's coming in? I feel like the Packers are good enough to beat anybody when they want to, when they're you know, completely on. And so I'm going in with the mindset of I'm going to enjoy the hell out of watching this team play, and I believe that we can win any game that comes across their schedule.
3: Absolutely. And they haven't played San Francisco since week three. There has been a lot of improvements mm-hmm. and a lot of additions to this team. You know, you added Douglas and you were able to get this far with a lot of guys missing games, being Bakhtiari. hurt. Yeah. Bakhtiari is back. Jair will come back, which Jair was, he was healthy in that game, but you mm-hmm. were able to still get to where you are without him for most of the season, Myers, like all these pieces are coming back and you've also added guys. So they have improved so much since the last time that they saw San Francisco and their momentum is just going. And I, yeah, like you said, this season, no matter what happens this Saturday, it has been a hell of a ride. It has been so fun. And I'm not saying this, like it's the end. I'm just saying, because we won't talk again for two weeks, so who knows um, what'll be going on there, but no, it's just been so fun, and this there's just been so much personality and so much to talk about, and it was one of the most enjoyable regular seasons of football that I can remember. Um, everything just felt, you know, the way that the players were acting and mm-hmm. interacting with one another, and it just there's just so much that happened in this season where if you would have told me during the off season that this is what it'd be like it'd be really hard to believe you so now it's just a matter of it was a fantastic regular season now finish it out and go all the way and make it the best gosh dang season that (laughs) we've ever seen because it's it's just been way too fun for it to not end in a happy ending you know like this this is a fairy tale season and it's got to have the fairy tale ending. And it's just, it's kind of hard to put into words what this season has been. But because it's hard to think, like, okay, it's only been like what, 18, 19 weeks of football. Right. And that's a really short amount of time when you think about it and you think of everything that's happened. But it's been so fun. And yeah, everything that's happened, it's like, bring on whoever. They, they have to come to us and it doesn't scare me. So as long as the Packers can play the game that we've seen them play, then I don't see why they won't be hosting another NFC championship game. There's really no excuse, honestly.
2: Yeah. And again, like no excuse, you know, any of that, like, it doesn't mean that it's a disappointment if it doesn't happen. Right. You know? You can expect it to happen. I mean, Think about it. Think about it from it, it. That's exactly if you go ask the coaches and the players, I almost can guarantee you they have the same exact feeling in their head. They yeah. expect to go out and win. They expect to go out and beat anybody. They know that they're better. They've practiced. They've trained. They know that they can go out and win. If they don't win, they'll be disappointed for sure. Yeah. But but the, but I don't think any single one of them would ever call a season a waste because they didn't make the Super Bowl or they didn't win the Super Bowl. You know, it, right. it, it, it it's a very hard opinion to come by,
3: and it's um, it's a hard thing to do. Like it's hard to win Super right. Bowls. It's hard Tom to Brady make. Brady threw it. the whole perception off. Yeah, like it's not as easy as Belichick and Brady made it look for all those years, and how Brady made it look going to the Bucks. It's like. It is hard, and the Packers being able to get as far as they do every year, I mean, that's also, like, the fact that so many people make NFC Championship jokes, it's like, okay, but when, like, where are you, like, watching from home? Again, Vikings fans, so.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. it We're on the same page here where it's just we've enjoyed the season and now ready to really kick into high gear.
2: Yeah, there is something to be said though about having this weight because like i feel like everyone else all the other fan bases have gotten into this rhythm now this groove and i i took a whole weekend off and and now and especially not just a weekend but we had a full holiday weekend some of us Jen you and i yeah holiday weekend and yeah, it's almost like forgot now
3: to i today <laughs> right
2: and now i got it like in four days. You're telling me now in four days I have to go get ready for an actual football game that could be the last game, last game of the season. Like I'm really, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> like it really makes you wonder why I've tied all of my emotions as an as a grown human adult to a football team. Um, before we talk about that, uh, the other NFC matchup here because we're wrapping up uh, the the. Uh, the last Monday night game here as we're finishing up. Let's just briefly look at the AFC, how everything kind of fell out over there, mm-hmm. Janelle. Um, the Bengals. I, I do have to give some props to the Bengals. I grew up in Cincinnati country. I know a lot of Bengals fans went to school with a lot of them. I don't get to hold. I don't get to hold that little nugget over their head that you know none of them were born in the last time that any of them watched a you know a bangles playoff win. So there's that, but, you know, once that subsided, I saw a lot of like, uh, you know, people I used to work with people I went to school with that kind of stuff that, you know, just that emotion of them, like, like grown men crying and stuff like that, like holding their kids celebrating just like a win, a playoff win right. that is so big for them. That's really cool. And so I will, I, as much as I hate on the Bengals and give them a lot of crap, uh, Kudos to the Bengals and their whole and their whole fan base for for breaking through and getting that win. Cause I mean for for us it's not as big of a deal. You know, we get to see it pretty much every year.
3: I was gonna say we kind of take that feeling for granted almost. Right. Or like right. you know, to a certain extent.
2: Right. So so props to them. The Bengals uh for their troubles now, they get to Now They're going to play the Titans, right? Yeah, Yeah, they'll play the Titans on on Saturday before our game. And on the other side, the Chiefs and the Bills on uh, equal sides of their own blowouts over each team, the Steelers and the Patriots. Um, Feels like out of the AFC, is it the Bills and everybody else for me? Because I felt like the Chiefs blowout wasn't as impressive over the Steelers just because the Steelers aren't as good. And it just feels like the Bills like the way the Bills executed, they played the they played the perfect game. What was mm-hmm. it? Like seven, I think seven drives, seven touchdowns.
3: Yeah, like, I think what was it? They made it like fifty-eight minutes without having to like kick a field goal, punt, punt or, or
2: turnover or anything. Yeah. Like everything so like ended in a touchdown.
3: They were playing their game and no table stood a chance in Buffalo after it. <laughs> Cause oh my gosh. And to do so against the Patriots, I'm sure. That's yeah. like an extra special feeling for them. And I would love to see a Bills-Bengals AFC championship game. I Joe Burrows is so fun to watch. And just the way that Bill's offense is rolling, I would love mm-hmm. to just have a shootout for a championship game. Yeah, I mean, and it might
2: be. Th- yeah. th- that feels like it just could be Bills-Bengals.
3: Like, I, I would absolutely love that. And I know I said this on Twitter, you know, the Bengals, I'm really happy for them. It's really cool that they got that win. I wish it would have... Felt more solidifying had the refs not had that flute call or no Mm -hmm. call, whatever you want to call it. Um, But it is still cool to get to witness, I mean, for the first time in my existence, them winning a playoff game. And, yeah, I'm really rooting for a Bills-Bengals matchup. You know, I don't really have any issues with the Titans, but I just I really do love Burrow. So, yeah, I want to see him in that championship game and just like drop five touchdowns in it because he, <laughs> I, I really wanted Burroughs and Herbert because that would have just yeah. been um, like, I, oh man, I would have had a blast watching them both duel it out in the playoffs, but you don't always get what you want. And yeah, so hopefully at least see one of those teams in it. But yeah, Buffalo over the Patriots. And I think that Kansas City hasn't been all that great this year so I think that there's a lot of potential for Buffalo to make it a game with them and I think that Kansas City might meet their maker in this matchup.
2: I I agree I agree I think I like I said I think it's gonna be Bill's Bengals in AFC championship uh, game next week um back to the NFC now this game in uh, in LA practically wrapped up here now. So
3: it was done so, like before the half <laughs> It was
2: I'm first quarter, even Jeez, it felt like it was first quarter. Um, So it's, so it's Packers 49ers on one side. And then on the other side, it's gone. I mean, it's completely chalk except for San Francisco in here. That's been really the one upset. And it's been the one upset the whole entire weekend so far. Uh, Cause then it's bucks. And now Rams as the two and four seed gonna meet up on Sunday. Um, boy, I, this might be just really bad recency bias, but I don't know how the Bucks stopped the Rams, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, the Rams, I know when we played them, they were kind of just getting some of those pieces like Von Miller and OBJ, so I think now they've finally started to click a little bit more and obviously in this game against the Cardinals who Cardinals aren't a bad team they're just playing bad if that makes any sense so I think LA for them to get a big win like this is going to be huge going into playing Tom Brady and the Buccaneers who you know they're a little bit depleted on their offense right now so Mm -hmm. and you know they I mean coming off a win against the Eagles Eagles aren't Anything crazy special, so we really didn't get to see how they match up, maybe against a tougher team, while missing some of their key players. But yeah, I mean the Rams, they were they were who I thought that we'd be playing this week. Um, I thought Dallas would beat San Francisco and LA would be coming back to Lambeau Field, and kind of thankful for that, I guess. Uh, I just yeah, watching LA, they're a very complete team, and I know a lot of people maybe hate on Matthew Stafford a little bit, but I think with the right team around him, he can be successful, you know, as long as he can throw the ball semi-accurately, he's got really good targets. and
2: He's He's an above average quarterback. Yeah. That's playing in an offense that is designed to make it very, very easy for any quarterback, regardless of talent to play in. Not to mention, like you said, just surrounded by weapons on both sides of the ball, so yeah. makes uh, makes old Stat Padford look pretty damn good.
3: It's almost one of those things though, where it's like I would love to beat San Francisco in the divisional round, mm-hmm. and then beat the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game, and just like get revenge all the way through. I agree. So it's almost like, am I rooting for the Bucks against the Rams? I might be. Here's the
2: that's the thing. I I am sort of almost rooting for the Bucks over the Rams.
3: I didn't really think I'd be saying that, but now that we know (laughs) I I think that's where I'm where I'm going.
2: (laughs) Because they don't they like you said they don't scare me as much anymore. Right. They don't have they don't have the same offensive firepower anymore. And the the big key for me. And this is why I this is why I don't even think we'll we'll see the Bucks uh if we make the, the championship round. Their offensive line is decimated. Like it's not mm-hmm. especially with the Wirfs, the Tristan Wirfs injury. They he got hurt and then they had they put him back in the game. Mm-hmm. And like almost immediately. He he was just bull rushed right back into Tom Brady's lap. And yeah. and then they had I, I forget it was uh Wells, uh Josh Wells, I think. Um, and then he got hurt. And like it, it's I don't know, I don't know if they'll make it pass because putting up Aaron Donald and Von Miller against that kind of offense, because it's not it's it's a typical kind of drop back offense, you know. So I, I don't see them really utilizing the same kind of stuff that Aaron Rodgers can use and this Packers offense can use. I, I'm just licking my chops at the idea of putting up Zadarius, Preston, Rashawn, Kenny against a Bucks offensive line like that and just watching them eat.
3: Just you know? very Tom Brady in the Lambeau field mm-hmm. grass.
2: Yeah. But like you said, I, I think it would be it, w- it would have to just be like rooting for the Bucks to upset the Rams so that we can beat, we can just beat the, or the, the Bucks at that point. Right, it's, like, now
3: that I'm looking at it, it's, like, I just want that, you know, like Roger said, it's not revenge, it's a reckoning, Mm -hmm. and I want that so bad, like, we could, it kind of reminds me, like, that Grim Reaper meme, where he's, like, going door-to-door, it's, like, that's how I want this playoffs to feel, where it's, like, you know, got that number one seed, we're just, kind of, sitting back, maniacally watching everybody, and then we get, to knock out the two teams that made our lives miserable for the last few years, and then go play whoever. I think oh. that would just be that's the ideal scenario for me. Like, do does make does playing Tom Brady make me nervous? Yes, not in the sense of what Tom Brady necessarily does, but just in the way that Tom Brady games go. But that team is definitely less scary than the Rams that I've been seeing as of late. Like you said.
2: Yeah. But again, it's not anything that scares me like to take it back full Mm -hmm. circle. It's not like I'm trying to avoid playing the Rams because I'm worried that the you know, like, you know, last year I was rooting outwardly against the Bucs because I didn't want to see the Bucs in the playoffs. I was rooting against the 49ers two years ago because I didn't want to see them in the playoffs. I am. I am. I feel confident, and I think Packer fans should feel confident in their team. That no matter if it's the Bucks or the Rams next week, that come out on top. If the Packers can make it through the 49ers, they should be able to hang and and beat any team that comes in there. There really should be no worries about
1: that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can
2: help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking
0: app. Find a location near you at slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
3: Yeah, they've already shown that they can do it, and that was missing a lot of their key players, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rams, they're a good team. We're better and just got to show it to them, but got to get through San Francisco first.
2: Yeah. That's the big one. Get through San Francisco. <laughs> let's, uh, I mean, we don't usually do this Janelle, but since we we're, we don't, we're not doing our normal kind of usual, usual show and everything else. Like, do we want to do like a score prediction or a game prediction or how about this? Let's, let's just, let's pick a key. Just one, one key out of the game. What's the biggest key for the Packers? going into this week. We usually don't do a lot of game preview because the rest of the week crew kind of does a lot of that, but just one key to the game for us now one, that we know who we're playing.
3: One key to the game. I mean, I kind of touched a little bit on, you know, stopping the run and stopping right. Kittle. Um, I really just think the key is going to be, I, I'll go with this one, which I kind of right. touched on. I'm going to go with pressure Garoppolo just all day in his face, and there's no excuse with the pass rush that the Packers have now. And I think that's going to lead to potential turnovers. So I think as long as you know if he's going to drop back and throw, make him pay for it, and make um, almost like make them run it because you are just taking away that passing game. Because if you can take Garoppolo out of it, you take out Kittle and you take out Debo and. I think that they've got the pieces now for this run defense. So yeah, I'm gonna say Key is just getting a lot of pressure on Garoppolo because he is not a quarterback that does well under pressure.
2: Yeah, turnovers. Like turnovers, that's mm-hmm. that's gotta be key. Cause they'll they will give them to you. So take like we can't see, you know, possible interceptions bobbled off the hand, you know, we give them a third and ten or something right. like that. Like you've gotta you've got to take the chances away from this team. You got to snuff out the fire early. Cause if you do that, like you said, you put Jimmy Garoppolo in a position where he's got to throw the ball. And that's when things get bad for the 49ers.
3: Yep. And yeah. Garoppolo hasn't seen Douglas in a Packers uniform yet, but he's about to, it's yep. about to get messy. <laughs>
2: um, real quick though. I, I, I just thought about this since you brought up Brazil Douglas. Um, Katie, I think Sunderman on on uh, on Twitter. She's big in Packers Twitter. I, I can't remember if I'm saying her last name right. Brought up a clip. I don't know where she got it from, but a clip from last year's game against the Panthers, where Aaron Rodgers is celebrating a touchdown and they're doing the "I love gold" you know thing. Oh yeah, I saw this. And who's walking in the background, smiling? <laughs> Razul. Douglas and the and they even said it on the broadcast and they're like look at Razul Douglas he's looking over there and saying like what are these guys doing what's going on over here and now time a flat circle Razul Douglas ends up as a packer (laughs) he knows all about he knows what it's all about now um I think yeah Razul Douglas absolute key like because I think Stokes and Jay will find themselves Mm -hmm. in the in the defense now Razul's kind of trying to find his way being a number three or a number two with, you know, Jair now. so yeah.
3: You know. Um, Which it's more so the safety position that makes me more nervous than the cornerbacks at this point. I, as right. long as Savage can play up to his potential, that's mm-hmm. going to be huge because he's been kind of up and down the last few weeks. So it would be really yeah. good to see him come in and have a solid game and, you know, turnovers that we've seen him drop maybe get a couple of those.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on the offense. And I think it's just utilize, utilize Devante Adams and the short passing game as much as possible. Mm -hmm. This, this offense works so well when that works first, like having the run game and everything else that, that is still important. Obviously AJ Dillon gonna be crucial for every single playoff game you play this year but for me when I watch this offense it works well when that short passing game is working when you're getting three or four yards on those short passes like that because those are really the the quote-unquote runs you know Mm -hmm. like that like that's what open. that's what establishes The inside running game for Dylan, the inside running game for Jones, even, you know, like that's what creates those holes in the middle there. And I feel like at times, even more so than them abandoning the run too early, they sort of abandon those short little easy passes that just get you three or four yards, two or three yards, you know, and just kind of get you into a rhythm. They get you positive yards, you know, and so I think for me that's the big one because I don't think that there's anyone on this defense that's going to be able to cover Devonte. Oh,
3: absolutely! I don't think there's anybody in the league that can no. cover Devonte. So no. use always use him to your advantage, and you make a really good point with the short play. I mean, we see a lot of you know going for the deep ball on first like, down, missing right. it, and then you run, and then all of a sudden it's like maybe second or third and six or something and then you have to try and put together or, a play and
2: yeah or it's like second and seven and they're throwing the ball and it's like 15 yards down the field and I like I understand that if it works that that that's a great play and I understand mm-hmm. that you, you're you know you can't be afraid of taking those plays
3: but it's you're given three downs for a reason you don't okay. have to go for the first down right every time it's sometimes you know, it's, it's just, just getting that rhythm and yeah you know maybe are we going to have Cobb back? I don't know, but you get a guy going across the middle and it's like, there's so many options that, you know, you don't have to go deep to MBS every time it's fun, but just get in that rhythm, especially because they can kind of be off to a slow start in these games. So I think that would be the best way for them to get the offense going right away is to just get in that rhythm and throw the short passes, like throw one for seven yards and then maybe run it. And then, who knows? Like, just, yeah, I think that they, like Aaron Rodgers, we know he can throw the ball, but you got to do what the defense has given you. And that hasn't necessarily worked every time either the connection is off or defense is just there. But yeah, I really like what you're saying with that because I've noticed that too. And I think that's going to be huge for getting the ball rolling.
2: Yeah. Either way. We've got the coverage all week long here on the Pack-A-Day Podcast. Make sure you're following us at Pack-A-Day Podcast on Twitter. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Share us with your friends. There's so many Packer fans, I feel like, that don't know that this podcast exists. And I I hear stories all the time of people getting introduced to this podcast. It's like, guys, we've been around for (laughs) four years now. Almost. If you've got Packer fans out there that don't know about this podcast, let them know because this is one of the best places to get your daily information. It's the only place to get your daily information for Green Bay Packer football. Um, You can follow Janelle and I on Twitter as well. I am on there at DK all the way. Janelle, where can people find you?
3: Yeah, you can find most of my work on Twitter at Mac underscore four. I do have a link tree in my bio. Um, obviously here every other Tuesday on Packer Day with Dan and usually Eli who couldn't make it today. Every Wednesday on Game on Wisconsin, I do open book again with Eli and Zach. I also do the Packer preview for Packer Report, which very excited to do my first playoff preview with Ross. So yeah, a lot of good stuff and I'm ready, man. I'm so ready for, <laughs> I mean, it feels like it's been forever since we've watched a Packer game. So I'm excited, and this week is just going to be dedicated to getting in the zone for San Francisco.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a long, long, long couple of four days yeah. here <laughs> coming up. Um, uh, speaking of which, as well, like Janelle said with, uh, with her shows over in Game On, I'm on Game On Wisconsin as well. Uh every Wednesday, 8:30 Eastern, 7:30 Central with Lombardi's Bar with Jimmy Christensen and Todd Varney. So you check that out. And then right doing some writing for Game On Wisconsin every Friday with the leap um over on the website as well. But uh until next time, next next time we talk, Janelle, hopefully we're talking about a trip to the Super Bowl. It's been
3: oh my gosh. <laughs> Janelle,
2: it's been every, three years now three years now we go every other week and we have had an episode the day well not this time it's saturday thank god we don't we're not going to be the day after anymore but we're still going to be doing an episode post like you know the the week after the nfc championship game yeah. which could be Involving the Green Bay Packers, I'm trying really hard not to, not to jinx us on all of that, but I just I can't believe that that's going to be again. Like, here we go again with us, you and I.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're too used to the the depressing episodes. We need like we we have put in our time. We deserve a happy post a championship it. game show. Because yeah, you're right. We always get stuck doing that one. If and anyone deserves know, the
2: championship game, it's us more than anybody else.
3: Right, exactly. And I don't know how it always lines up this way, but it, like even adding week 18. Yeah, we it still did not throw <laughs> off
2: the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: it, it, yeah, we, we've earned this right. So make it happen, Packers. We want to be able to talk positive after an NFC championship game. Make it there first and then let us talk positively about it
2: that's right we will talk to you then for janelle for dan myself saying enjoy the rest of the playoff guys no matter how long it is enjoy the rest of this packer football as long as we have it and until next time as always go pack go
3: go go
1: mypatriotsupply.com